You're listening to Treasures Untold, a 5e actual play podcast. We've got a mouse in a Gundam suit, a glowing man who suplexes T-Rexes, a celestial drunk nature guy with a good granola, a kombucha chugging dragon man, a faceless bravosi with a growing murder list, and an improper princess evading unsolicited rescue. All DM'd by a guy who lovingly built an entire city, only to blow it up in the first episode. That will all make sense if you stick around for Treasures Untold. Nestled between the Dragon Spine Mountains and the Dragon Crest Mountains lies a frigid barren waste scoured by icy winds and storms. Standing sentinel near the meeting of the spine and crest is one lone oak tree, out of place and seemingly dead. It holds the secret to... What? Really? Which one did it? Marcus? Yeah, he has that aggression problem. Really? Tore it down with his bare fists. Okay. This dead stump marks the cave where the book club finds themselves as we rejoin them. <laughs> You're checking the, the edge of the, of the stone archway. And as you put your arm down, you turn the handle with your elbow. <laughs> nice. Uh-oh. I like to think that myself and Arya and Stuart, because I'm carrying both of them, just do the slow head turn towards Bahada. Just... <laughs> really, bro? <laughs> right before Excuse we me, just all take whatever's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more good news. As your elbow hits the door or the doorknob, it clicks and opens a little bit. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, but then yeah, yeah. the the weight of this entire mountain, not the physical stones, but just the weight of it, crushes down on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I need everybody to make dexterity oh, saving. Uh, oh no! Going to be a DC fourteen to get out of the way. Twenty-five. Are you yeets the hell out of this? Nope. Uh, Dex, you said. Yes. Dirty twenty. Nine. Got that. Uh, 13. I just barely failed. I, I have not put... I, I've put neither Arya nor Stuart down. Do they Ooh. share mine? Or am Ooh. I... Or am I yeah, advantage? I guess that's true. Okay, uh, Stuart, you have advantage on this since you were being, being carried. So you get another shot at it. <laughs> so I roll again? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> And you just take whichever one's higher. Bad. Fantastic. No, first one. Nine. Oh. First one. Don't go with the first Because I got to say. I'm going to say when, I do- when Ari and I dodge out of the way, I lose grip of Stuart a little bit. Oh, <laughs> I was actually no. going to say that you just moved so quick that that he was unable to keep uh, keep grip in the cockpit. 
and kind of tumbled out <laughs> as a as a, as a the, tiny no. mouse. No. <laughs> I still and, put uh, the rat traps down, but no. <laughs> so I wrote a nineteen. Okay, so everybody saved except for Jay and Guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, dog got it. A one? So, 21 points of bludgeoning damage Ooh. as the the uh-huh. gravity of this mountain crushes down on you. Mm-hmm. You said 20? 21. 21. 21. Uh- the drinking gauge is the <laughs> yeah. you took. Yeah. Well, the drinking gauge for the U.S. That's America. also my age right now. Happy birthday. Woo. Yeah. Oh, it's your birthday? No, August. <laughs> Uh. But thank you. So you're 20? Yeah, I'm 21. Okay, you turned 21 in. Oh, my mom's birthday. Wow, nice, nice. My dad's was too. August 11th. Hey, right, let's so... put a hold on the game. Let's talk about our family's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So James, but anyway, James, what's happening? <laughs> uh, getting crushed beneath a, a, a rock yeah, slide in, right now. <laughs> it, it's an invisible gravity well, basically. Yeah, they're in a gravitorial rock in a hard place. (laughs) Um, But the effect goes away after just a few moments. The damage remains, obviously, but uh, but you're able to stand up and you can see uh, through this door. There's a cave that continues on, and there's a light glow coming through the door from the cave. I walk up to Stuart. I can't do more. I can't do a lot of healing, <clears throat> but I do healing hands to on Stuart. I touch the mouse inside the machine for six hit points. Wait, I thought I fell out of the machine, so I thought my machine was a okay. what, what, Whichever. You, you take six hit points either way. You know, I was just making yeah. sure my suit was okay. Yeah, you lift uh, kind of lift I, wow. back into the back into the suit and do the healing hands as you do. I I also cast good berry, so I start making good berries to to hand five of them each to both. Uh, just because Stuart and but, and guy yeah. for apologies. And uh-huh. just because it's funny to shadow, he just goes. Been the two of us. What did it like? What did it look like to those of us who didn't get hit with this pressure? Like, so obviously the the mountain itself didn't come down on them, but it was right. the pressure of the weight of the mountain. Like, what would that even look like to people who saw it? The force was invisible, but as it descended and hit the ground, you could see kind of a, a cloud of dust that rose up, just poof, mm. as this uh, cylinder of force just fell directly on top of them. I think Arya's first thought would have thought that they'd been eviscerated. Like, <gasps> just like a moment of, did we just lose two two members of our party? Like, just this shock of like, oh, okay, it's, they're, they're fine. You I get up, you walk it off. <clears throat> Eviscerated still, <laughs> still better than emasculated. <laughs> rather be, rather be. Exactly. All right. Now you could take a uh, you could take a short rest before you go into this door if you choose to. Yeah. Which is, I think 
I think we should do that because a few of us are exhausted. They've had a cave fall on them. That's true. Guy Let's just, just exists. Park in the cave. Uh, guy exists, and sometimes guy, that's enough. Guy exists, yeah. and I say that strictly because guy had nothing bad happen to him. Guy just got crushed. Oh, you were. Oh shit, you were. In yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you yeah. saved. I thought you no, saved. No, that's it's... why I gave both Guy and gotcha. Arthur five okay. good things. Yeah. But I, I gave Guy and Jay five. Yes. Because they okay. were the both that got hit. Just and I'll say what? five good berries. So you could basically... Uh, you eat them? One, like a, a, yeah. One yeah. HP each? Mm-hmm. One good Aria berry just is equivalent like... to like three, a full day's worth of meals. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. We just ate an insane amount of food, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she just sits oh, down oh, and like rolls up a blanket and expectantly waits for somebody to light a fire and just like chills under her, taking a long rest under her furs. Yeah, or a short now, rest. Sorry. Yeah. Now the uh, the short rest doesn't take care of exhaustion, unfortunately. It's it's yeah. Bad day. I, long rest. I I took a long rest. You guys I want to do a long I, rest? I, I definitely would I, rather. Yeah, I definitely find whatever the hell I can burn and shoot a firebolt. I think between myself and Guy, we can find some more. Mm. Yeah, I can burn some shit. Yeah, I guess. Some, could could burn some spells and make stuff that's flammable. We nope, just want to take our long rest here. That's the concern is not whether you can physically take the long rest. You can make yes. yourselves comfortable. We are in a cave oh. and trying to murder us. Yeah. Do you keep the, oh. do you keep that door open? Oh, it's still open? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. What was on the other side? I look on the uh, other see... side. <laughs> okay. You see a, a, a cave descending down, like a, a passageway, rough-hewn walls, and there's a light golden glow coming from the walls. Could mm-hmm. I... This isn't particularly my thing, but since I said I was the one looking through... Could I make a? Would this either be survival or natural nature to look at the glow coming from the walls to see if it's some type of moss or if this is just a bunch of gold in the wall? You make survival. a nature check. I would say survival. Yeah, survival is yeah. more tracking. Nature is more yeah. like, hey, what's this weird thing growing in the wild? I was about to say it as you were thinking about it. Yeah. I just wanted the one that was better for me, <laughs> which actually is nature, which is weird. Tim. Okay. You can you can't tell where the what the source of the glow is, but you can tell that there's no uh that it's not moss. It's not some sort of plant material. Uh the the walls are are bare stone. Okay. Well, I'm going to recommend for us to sleep on the other side of the door since it's already open and someone's multiple people have been crushed by invisible bullshit because this world that summer comes from is a horrendous place. <laughs> I can see why she was okay leaving in the first place. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, not arguing here. You know what, guy? When we first started out, <laughs> we, weren't, we, weren't, we weren't seeing eye to eye, but slowly but surely, You've become my man. You've 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 become my guy. You've become my guy. Ah, you've become ah, my guy. Ah, my guy, ah. my guy. You you and Arya, you're my you're my two go tos. 
I appreciate that. <laughs> and I take one of the little acorn seedlings I have. And I'm like, D- do you need one? Do you have I, one already? I, I'm good. I'm good. I'll, I'll put it back in the Sa- bag. Sa- it's fine. Sa- yeah, save, save it for later. It's fine. I'm going to try but to also take out my the... acorn sapling. Mar- Marcus, look, yeah. I have one too. Yeah, from the front of Fanny High. Okay. Look uh, at you. You, you reach your hands in there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you feel you have to dig through all the acorns that you put in there till you yeah, find the one right. that has the uh, the the shoot of green coming out of it. Marcus goes. And you, <laughs> Marcus. I, can I just say, before you start, James? I'm sorry, because Marcus sensed that there was something off with this, which is why he gave it away. So. <laughs> He has to say before he pulls anything else, hey, has that thing tried to kill you yet? Okay, now go. Now go <laughs> That's just no, what it's, he was, it's, hey, it's, it's that, a fatty pack of holding, right? Mm-hmm. Gives a knowing look at Stuart, who definitely said something about this damn fatty pack earlier. <laughs> no, he did it. <laughs> Oh, the, just, oh shit! The steward. He just checked it. He just checked it, which is no, why the whole it. time. Oh, you right, said so? arcane checked it. You arcane checked it, but yeah. And then when everybody was about the bag, so it was like, yeah, now there's something. You know what happened? That's true. You know, you well, know what I happened? Didn't listen. Here's what happened. Stewart was going to check it, but also we had a fucking stoneman coming towards us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now you guys know that this is a bag of devouring. Oh, yeah. uh, and oh, I just sent to chat <laughs> the yeah. I just sent a picture of my dice to chat. Oh, it no, was wait, a to, the, to Discord or to to uh, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I just what's going. I just on? love that ma- man is just like what's going on. Yeah, what is happening? You have to tell me. <laughs> as as you reach your hand in and find this gently growing growing acorn, everything in this everything in this pa- this pouch is dead. It's stones. It's dead acorns. You feel the life, the gentle life of this tree trying to take root with no soil, with no sun. You have a moment where you, where that occupies your entire thoughts. That this, this tiny plant is trying to live against all odds. And then you start to reach your hand out. And the bag clamps down on your arm. Oh, oh and- no slithers its way up your up your arm to your shoulder immediately <laughs> in a moment of breaking from his usual stoic nature you just hear marcus go ah! <laughs> 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 and, oh, a, and immediately just runs towards owl i do it i, I, I do it i do it <laughs> Arya pulls out a dagger but has no idea like what to do? Like, guy do is, I stab um, it? Guy is standing back and terrified, but also still going, okay, I don't know if that makes it a worse bag or a cooler bag, but it's I, different. I immediately tried, as a slither, I tried to grab the other end that's not slithering up and tried to pull it off of his arm before I could just latch on and just, now we had a one-armed 
Man. Yeah, I also <laughs> has burning hands on my arm. <laughs> Diverted that poor me. tree. I didn't okay. ask for this. Hey, it's either the sounding on my arm. <laughs> it's either or. We've got to be sensitive to all life, guys. What's... Ah, oh, fuck all, all that. that no, so, no, no. Brian, Brian what's, to die. what's your alignment? <laughs> what? I said, what's your alignment? Probably chaotic good now. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is going to be the thing that turns them. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, is it literally the thing that turns me? Oh, no. You're actively incinerating this beautiful gentle life in your that's in your hand and the satchel was the, the fatty pack is biting my arm what no beautiful shit. creature slithers up and encompasses I know. your arm no the I baby know. tree the baby fuck tree is no, no, fuck, fuck no, that goddamn no, tree no, wow yeah. wow <laughs> I'd be eat- oh yes, I'm being eaten by a lion, but oh protect the nature. No, motherfucker, shoot this goddamn lion on me. No, no, no. I, mean, okay. I know I inadvertently started a cult about nature environment and all, but I'm not that deep into it. Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So, Marcus, go ahead and uh make a strength check. Looking for an 18 to break this thing's hold. I'm gonna roll it on the beyond. No, 13. Okay. You can, you can wrap the, your hands around I'm roll the, it on the actual dice to see what I get. That was worse. Okay, I, I did the right thing. <laughs> you kind of wrap your fingers around the zipper that's up against Allier's shoulder and keep pulling and pulling, but it's latched on tight, almost as if, it, as if it's suctioned on there. And you, you kind of pull your hands back, and they're all lacerated from the teeth of this zipper, which is not mm. just, which are all growing into sharper pointed teeth their actual uh, teeth yes uh, so uh brian you're gonna take four points uh, of damage as this thing points. is uh biting into you i'm just okay. imagining like the the slug fish that thing that people put in their fish tanks to like clean the fish tanks that's what i'm <laughs> yeah. imagining it is just like suctioned onto him because <laughs> yeah. i imagine a leech it's worse right Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, yeah, it's that. Well, it's up to his shoulder, and his entire arm is in this interdimensional space. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to motion uh, or tell Marcus to back off because I was trying to cast these burning hands. It requires me to use both hands to. I'm basically burning, trying to burn the thing from inside and also outside. That's fine. Okay. I'm, I'll take the damage that I need to do, take to <laughs> help you. I will take the damage. I've got the hit okay. points. Okay. Uh, so burning, uh, there's there is no escape for this thing from burning hands. It's getting hit from inside and out. You're basically just pumping fire into it from both sides, and eventually you see the leather start to scorch and blister, and then finally break through. And uh, Brian, I'm gonna have you roll a d20. This is just kind uh-huh. of a luck roll to see. How much stuff has been chucked into this thing over its lifetime? All right. Uh, 17. Let me guess, 17 years? No, no, no. (laughs) Uh, All of the stones that you put in there, all of the acorns burst out of it as it turns inside out 
and spits your arm out. What's damage on your burning hands? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what the heck? Where is it? I feel like that was also the, the noise that Ali made was... <laughs> 46? <laughs> okay. Uh, go and roll 2d6. Oh, okay. And that's how much damage you and Marcus will both take. All right. Oh, shit. One of the six. All right, nine. Okay. <laughs> that's in combination of just the explosion of the spell, but also all the things that are inside of it that are now on fire. Uh, so there's the uh. stones, acorns. Um, guy, you can see this... Uh, the shoot the of that of that oak tree Mm -hmm. float up in the in the uh in the hot air from the spell sorry and it just disintegrates it just went to heaven (laughs) the tree has ascended i took nine damage you said yes um in addition it looks like somebody else also had the uh had the idea of using it as a porta potty God damn it! Piss and shit just explode out. Can I make a deck saving throw to miss all of that? (laughs) Please let me make a deck saving throw. Just hot sewage everywhere. Great. Please, please let me avoid this porta potty. Not on Uh, it, in it. God damn it, dude. <laughs> Here's another funny thing. By taking nine damage, I'm now at 69 hit points. Nice. nice. Hey, <laughs> welcome, buddy. I got you. For the love of God, let me make a deck save, DM, please. <laughs> you can try it. Oh my God! Thank you. Oh, I don't think that. Either myself or Marcus will be able to function correctly after this. This would be a horrendous thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's silence. So how yes. much? So 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 how much piss and shit comes out? Uh... <laughs> Aria would have immediately just ducked her head into her little fur tent. Like, I, rolled, fur I, rolled a, I rolled a total of ten. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, not gonna do it. No. It's, it's, a, it's a couple of gallons. <laughs> oh, what? The, or how many? <laughs> Guy is just going to cast Druidcraft to create the smell of like some potpourri in the room, but it's just like <laughs> it's like a it's bad just... Glade plug-in over like a porta potty. It's that smell awful. of shitress. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now Marcus gets completely naked does not care we're inside a cave Marcus gets completely naked he is not wearing these fucking clothes unless somebody has has prestidigitation and gets all this stuff off of him he's walking dick swinging around you you know he always has prestidigitation right Oh wait, that, that was again? that was mana. Wait, oh wait, that uh, was summer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Guy just hands you the alchemy jug and he's like, it's water, if that helps. And he totally starts pouring it over himself. Yeah. Okay. While uh 
while Marcus is, is taking Aria? a uh, taking an impromptu shower here, Jay. I'm assuming Arya is at least you can't. 20 years old. Yeah, she's. Uh, okay. I would assume I she's at the age sure she was. I at the just end of I'm, a, the... I'm a grown ass man naked. In front. I don't want to be a grown ass man naked in front of. I think either way, she would still be hiding in her tent. Okay. <laughs> so Jay, roll a D100. Those are your D10s. It'll look like two D10s on your uh, side by uh, side, right? Here, I could show you. Look at my little square. Oh, I see. One second. Two, uh, did it roll? Oh. Oh. You rolled two D100. Oh, no. So that's okay. I'll just take the first one. So 74. Okay. 74. <laughs> I'm never going to financially recover from this. Uh... <laughs> okay. So as what happens as you're seeing Alier pump all this magic into the into the the bag of devouring? You see the the walls of the cave kind of almost responding, pulsing at the same at, at the same inner energy signature. And as he lets the spell go, all of the energy in the cave walls coalesces in one point above your heads. And and Arya, as you're sitting there covering your face, <laughs> the energy gathers underneath you and a glowing soap bubble of energy forms around you. Oh. I pop my head out. Great. Yep. This this tracks. Hello? Can you hear me? <laughs> like I start screaming at me. You see a completely naked Marcus just ripped to shreds. <laughs> For, what? Just I, and washing she just puts his, her head back into the tent. Like I <laughs> Just washing himself like an Old Spice commercial right now. <laughs> just pouring water. Yeah, no, she just goes back in, like, expecting to somehow be eviscerated. She's just waiting for her magical death. So the, um... What do we say to death? Not today. Not today. Not today. <laughs> None of you can hear what Arya is saying. But this, uh? but this globe is kind of bobbing and bouncing on the ground like a soap bubble. Oh, is it a pink bubble, James? No. Say okay. this one's blue. Okay. Oh. Yeah, Marcus does not care. He is still trying to clean himself from the <laughs> and expelled upon him. I would probably, as soon as it started moving and I, it was like taking me with it, it wasn't just surrounding me, I would have immediately pulled out a dagger and just started trying to like stab at the sides of it, just like trying to get out and screaming. It is 100% impervious to your daggers. Oh boy. Yeah, Did so we... you guys just see like her miming like. <laughs> oh. Uh, does it look like a body of water? No. You can make an arcana check and see if you uh, recognize yeah. the, the spell result. Small enough. If I <laughs> if I start trying to move forward on all fours, can I walk around like I'm in a hamster wheel? Yes. 
Okay, that's the very next thing she tries to do is just starts going around in a circle screaming. <laughs> uh, God, seven. Okay. Arthur, go ahead and make an arcana check to see if you can recognize it. About 15 seconds have uh, have passed right now 24. after that. 24. Nice. This is, o- this is Odaluk's resilient sphere. It's impervious to damage and nothing can get in or out. With such a good roll, I will also tell you that that you know it doesn't last more than a minute or so. Mm. Hang in there. <laughs> can I can I hear them? Can I hear anything they say? No. no. Okay. Continuing to run around and scream and thrash and roll around like inside the bubble. <laughs> Does Arya look like she seems in harm, Stuart? It'll it'll pop in a minute. Just she's got to stay in there for a minute. Can't do anything. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, she I'm has not... to. Well, it won't last that long. As you're saying that, the bubble finally pops. <laughs> ah! Bloody hell! Are you what okay? was that? And why didn't anyone try to help me? These are questions I have. <laughs> it was impenetrable. How did you know? Nobody tried. You tried Jesus to Christ. it a bunch of times. You tried uh, to- she just like lays there just breathing like I could have died. <laughs> Marcus hears you complain and goes, oh, did you have a bad time? Did you have a bad time over there? Scrubbing. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Nobody cares oh. that your muscles have poop on them. Shut up. So, someone was trapped inside a bubble that kept them safe from the bits of shit that came out of the bag. <laughs> she kind of like looks around and recognizes that truly she might be the the least pissy and shitty out of all of you. And just like, oh, you know, this wasn't so bad. And had we started a fire? Had we started an actual fire? Uh. So far, we have not, but at this point, uh, everything's starting to settle down. Yes, if there's literally anything you set on fire, Guy will just we, like, very silently gather things into a circle and blast the noxious gas just, out fucking, so we don't explode. I just fucking firebolt that goddamn pot, this bundle that Guy sets down right before he can <laughs> use his flint, and I just start standing next to it, still just butt-ass <laughs> naked. Looking at Arya with so much menace in my eyes, talking about, oh, yeah, I was stuck in this bubble that <laughs> kept me clean. You know, some uh, of us are used to dirt. Guy reaches, <laughs> guy reaches into his bag. He does have a second set of clothes, but they're like a, two sizes too small for Marcus. <laughs> He's just like, here? Maybe? It's, it's- so, are you, you are you gonna try two small clothes, or are you, or are you, you know, just going oh natural? Do we all get to watch you like wander around on one leg while you try to get like the band I'm not up? Try, no, I'm not trying. <laughs> okay. Yeah, wearing two sizes too small is not a great thing. So I'm walking around butt ass naked <laughs> until my until my clothes get cleaned. <laughs> Uh, I'm very flustered about the fact that I'm covered in piss and shit in this goddamn game right now, so I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Aria just okay, keeps so putting her can, head uh, under there to laugh at you. Uh, this whole bunch of shenanigans is now uh, 
interrupted any chance of a long rest you were going to have. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's exactly fair. right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> did we did did we get our short rest cuz I already clicked that. Yeah, you can get a short rest. Uh as you make your way down <laughs> the cave, uh down the cave, uh Marcus completely naked. Yep. Clean, clean and drying. Uh I'm just kind of drying off with firebolts. <laughs> You don't see any bubbles popping out of the walls or floor. What's in your uh, your alchemy jug now? It it's still water because at this yeah. point I'm just kind of wondering how much is left. Technically, it only makes like eight gallons a day, so I'm still kind of like sitting there shaking it. But I feel like most of the reserves are gone. It's kind of like <laughs> worth it. It's fine. Or for you, right. James, I did I did spend uh, one hit dice to try to re-roll the damage I took. And okay. uh, I I expended I three. I okay. I heal eleven. Yeah. Jay, as you're walking along, you start paying more attention to the energy that's happening around you. I'm gonna go go and continue the uh, um, using that uh, arcana check that you had before that was a really good one you can tell this area is saturated with magic and anytime there's a spell cast or any serious uh expenditure of of a of a mystical skill there's a chance that something random is going to happen right and uh brian is alia still Covered in piss and shit. Yeah, I mean, at this point, okay. Uh, I'll try to, you know, wash myself off too, as much as I can. We found a uh, chaos cave. Yeah, I'm Go gonna ahead. keep an eye on Alia just because so far Alia has touched a door, uh, <laughs> and crushed me and Stuart, and then set a bag on fire and covered like him and Marcus in sewage. I, so I, I'm just keeping an eye on it and it just being like, don't touch I will say this. Anything. I will say this. Or, or, or I lose my arm. I still have my shoes. I would have washed those off best I could. Okay. My, shoes are, I, my shoes are still on. But okay. everything else, maybe, maybe not the underwear. The underwear, I doubt, would have gotten covered. But the outer layer, it's just, <laughs> it's bold city happening right now. You know what? Can I, uh, Stuart? You're an artificer. I don't know what tools you're proficient in, but if I hand you like my camping blanket or some of these clothes, can you fix them so they at least kind of fit Marcus? Like make him a kilt or something at least. Like if I'm being completely honest, Marcus is very comfortable right now. Yeah, I'm well aware. <laughs> I don't think it's for you. Yeah. <laughs> Much like how I would be, Marcus is very comfortable being completely naked in front of this mm-hmm. people and is treating it as if as he's fully clothed anyway. In fact, it's weird to him that your eyes keep looking down. He's like, why do you... <laughs> I'm just like, what? you're going to hit something and it's going to hurt in this cave. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Keep going. So the, the further you get from the cold outside... Only um, if I turn quickly, Jay. <laughs> Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Only if I turn quickly. <laughs> the, the more you can feel this, uh, this 
energy. It almost feels like there are entities all around you watching. Uh, the tunnel starts to <laughs> watching broaden. your naked body. Jokes on you. He's into that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the tunnels broaden, and you start to see trees and plants starting to grow. And there's no sun, but somehow these plants are growing. Hey, there are plants Ooh. growing. A grotto. Yes. Cool. I'm going to take out my little sapling. Okay. I'm going to try and find a place for it among the other plants and see if it'll kind of take root here. Okay. Uh, you're able to dig into a, a, a small section of dirt. And judging by what normally you would be judging, you know, how much sun it was going to get. But if you right. take that out of the equation, it looks like this is a pretty good spot. Okay. Yeah. We're going to try it. See what happens making some notes mm -hmm. are you planting just the one uh yeah i'm just gonna plant one here for right now okay around a corner up ahead you swear you can see full-on sunlight going around the corner and the tunnel you're in opens into a broad basin uh, it has a roughly domed ceiling dotted with stalactites in the center of this uh of this dome there's a cluster of yellow crystals uh, glowing so brightly you can't look directly at them. Uh, at the center of the floor, there's a circle with no where the plants just stop growing, an almost perfect circle around a skeleton of a dragon. Most of the oh. bones seem to be coated in some sort of like a metallic coating. Mm. Uh. Arya reaches out with needle and pokes one of the bones to try to see if she can scratch it, like if it's a metal coating or if these are like made of. I then check my new brass knuckles against it to see if the metal matches it or not. Or not. Okay, we'll start with uh, with Arya. As you as you step into the 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 circle of of no life, you feel that that sense of being watched or being surrounded intensifies. Okay, then she wouldn't actually let the blade touch the bone. If she felt that immediately, as soon as she stepped in, she would stop herself. Okay. from doing anything else. She would just stand there and like start doing this the thing, a, doing the rogue thing, looking for something. This is a natural, like, we stepped in here, we all feel watched, or just Arya? Everybody. I, uh, keeping my Daryl DM brain because of my freaking terrible memory that remembers everything I've ever read, uh, I would like to roll a perception check and pretend I don't have an assumption as to what the hell could possibly be watching me. If you allow it, James. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh, oh humble DM. That would never do anything to TPK your... And I was going in on that too. That would be an assistance because I was like immediately starting to look around and see what's going on. I rolled a 16. If Were you giving advantage on that or were you... Yeah, you can have advantage. Separate? 16. Yeah, uh, go ahead for advantage. I rolled 11 twice, so 16. <laughs> <laughs> you can see two things stand out to you. 
in the clusters of uh, of vegetation mm. and nestled in cracks in the surrounding uh, surrounding walls and behind boulders, you can see skeletons of other dragons. Mm. Most of them are almost completely covered by the vegetation around them. Every single one of them that you can see has its head pointed towards the dragon in the center. And the other thing that you that you can tell with your perception is that the metal coating on the bones is moving. And it's only some of the bones. You see maybe two large patches that would be uh, that look like they're covered in this dark metal. I look at Arya and say, don't touch anything. I'll be right back in a second. And then I march back over to the group and just pick up Arthur and say, <laughs> hey, what's this? <laughs> and I just, just kind of like angle it so like his mech, his his actual face inside the mech is very close to this metal that's moving. I'll, I'll pull you back. I'll pull you back. Am I making an arcana check? Well, I have a have a classic DM question first. Oh. Mm-hmm. How, how close? Out of game, not close enough that the that the freaking <laughs> liquid that the liquid metal freaking terminator can just stab him in the face, but close enough that he can get a good look. So we Come don't on. want Jade turned into with, venom. With, is what we're with, saying within <laughs> within three feet. I was venom saying, okay. mouse. Okay, then uh, go and make an make an arcana Ar- check. Sixteen. Okay, getting close enough to it, you can see that it's some sort of a almost like an oily ooze that's uh, that's rest resting on these bones. Uh, Arthur, what? This is oil, guys. It's an oily ooze. I don't know. It's. And you said it's moving. Yes. You said it's moving. Okay, let's see. Luckily, I'm moving with intention and intelligence, or moving as in shifting with the breeze. There's no breeze. (laughs) We're inside it. We're inside right now. (sighs) It seems to be moving itself. I don't know if if I would say with intelligence, but. I, Does it look like he's moving towards us, or no? I put Stuart down, and if you'll allow me, I would like to make my own check as to what this could possibly because right. I made a smart meat shield this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this will be this will be an Arcana check. Arcana check at disadvantage. Because I'm still exhausted. The high one was a 22. So yeah, the low one was a 7. So the low one was a 10 total for Arcana. Okay. You can't identify it. It's not something you've seen before. It behaves like a like a slime creature. Ugh. But it's not something that you've seen before. Did it? So it didn't react when we got within three feet of it. No. But 
the sense of being watched is it increased the closer we got to this. Yes. I look up at the rest of the at the rest of the things because I have I can see somewhat. I don't know how wide this cave is, but I'm going to just look around because oh, I the, know, yes. Go ahead. I was just going to say this cave is well lit. the oh. uh, cl- The cluster of yellow crystals is is sun bright. Because uh, it's. I feel like this is that thing that everyone gets of like something's watching me. Mm-hmm. I just have to say, are you all just waiting for us to touch this or are you just <coughs> watching us to be creepy? Not really, not really knowing what's watching us, but knowing that something is watching us. Gotcha. Paul, you see Marcus uh, speaking out to no one. What's uh, what's your take on what's going on? Um, I would take a quick look around, see if I can figure out what's going on. But also, we've now gotten really close to this dragon skeleton a couple times. We don't want to touch it because whatever this metal goo is on there. And Guy's going to grab his quarterstaff walking stick that he never actually like attacks with and just kind of like walk towards the center of the circle and basically hold it out at arm's length because he knows something weird is happening at this point. And then I'm going to just look at Marcus. I'm just going to go, something happens. Come get me. <laughs> and then I'm going to take the quarterstaff I'm just going to bang it on the skeleton and see what happens. Okay. Uh, metal part or raw bone part? On the metal part. Okay. Make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, I figured as much. <laughs> Maybe uh, 15. Well, that's a six. So. Oh. <laughs> okay. As you touch the, the surface of this oozing metal it shoots up and wraps around your uh your staff okay all the way up to your wrist and it wraps around your wrist into all into a com- complete circle and <laughs> you feel it solidify like steel so i'm essentially now handcuffed to this dragon skeleton yes cool the ground oh. slightly rumbles oh oh i don't Fuck. love that <laughs> I feel like both Arya and Marcus just go to say fuck at the exact same time. Yep. <laughs> Mar- uh, and then Stuart probably goes, goodness. <laughs> goodness. <laughs> oh, my. Brian. Yeah. What are you going to do? This, uh, You just saw a guy get his arm kind of entrapped by this ooze. And you say it's a drag. Well, it was like a dragon skeleton, right? It is a huge dragon skeleton. The the skull of this thing is about the size of a cart. Uh, can I arcana check the ooze that's around Paul? Yeah. Or around yeah. a guy? Yeah, go ahead. Because trying to see if it's threat, uh, if it's something that is like actively hurting. It's more just annoying at the moment. Eight. It's not doing any active damage to him right now. Okay. The key Is it heavy or? Right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wait. 
What are you going to do right. while this is going on? This is Me? The... Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm now stuck to a statue or to a, a skeleton. Second time, something's just latched on to a magic caster's arm. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can I arcana check to see if there's something I can do? People? Yeah, you can give it a shot. Okay. And my dice said no. I got a nine. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, wow. I'm gonna do what I do and uh, try to rip him away from this fucking thing. I'm just gonna grab guy underneath a shoulder blade. What? What are underneath the shoulder? One around the waist to just start wrenching back. Okay. Uh, before we do that, let's see what uh, Arya has going on right now. Um, did you catch that? Uh, guy is trapped in, or is kind of stuck to the skeleton now. Yeah, it came up and swirled around him and hardened. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Arya's first thought would be to try to use her dragon glass, but she doesn't want to be in the exact same situation. <laughs> so. We're going to do another, like, I'm going to take my dagger and try to throw it at the thing that has come out and, like, wrapped around him to see if I can sever it. Okay. Uh, make an attack roll. That's a nat 20. Hey. <laughs> In one motion, you pull out your, your dragon glass dagger and fling it, and it's spinning at the probably the fastest you've ever seen a thrown dagger. Just end over end, and it slices right through the part of the part of the uh, the tendril that's between the between guy's staff and the dragon skeleton. Now your dagger continues on in its in its uh, its travel and yeah. <laughs> ends up about 15, 20 feet further, but it completely severs that tendril, Perfect. and the. All the all of the metal that's wrapped around your staff and around your wrist turns into something somewhere between tiny ball bearings and grains of sand, and mm. just slips away off of you and falls to the mm. ground and disappears into the into the ground. I don't like sand. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! At this point, the you can see a faint faint green glow starting to kindle in the eye sockets of this uh, of this dragon skeleton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Are there ribs around this dragon skeleton? I was literally just about to say the, Arya the ri- would start looking for ribs. <laughs> the ribs are what the silver stuff was on. Mm-hmm. We, were yes. tu- we were touching the ribs. Oh, now, there are okay. there oh, yeah. are some of uh, there are some ribs and there's uh, there's there's some of every type of bone that you could get to that aren't covered in this in the metal. It's just kind of sporadic. It's uh, almost uh, patches of this, uh, so, this metallic substance. I don't know if this would even be within my purview, but having like you know put such remembrance into like what we were coming here for, would I have any idea if they were probably wanting a bone with this metal on it or if they were wanting just a rib from the animal and the the metal stuff is like just something that happens to be here morwen did not give you a lot of information but she never mentioned uh, anything like this so take that with you know take with yeah. that what you will okay the grain of salt yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, then my goal, even though I'm the smallest, would still probably be to try to 
like before it gets up and starts moving, try to find a way to get to one of the ribs that doesn't have metal on it and try to break mm. it off. Mm. Okay. Like put, you know, feet against and just pull back or something. Okay. Uh, each one of these ribs uh, is probably about 10 feet long. Mm-hmm. Not saying that <laughs> that doesn't make it impossible, but just to give you an idea of scale. Okay. Um, this seems like a Marcus job, is what you're saying. Yeah, but she's, I mean, she's never one to ask for help. So she's like, okay, I see what needs to happen here. <laughs> okay, go ahead and make a, uh, make a strength check. Um, if you have athletics, you can use that. Uh, but you're looking for a 17. Okay. Marcus just watches you, knowing he could fully help and then just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a 14. Yeah. You're not able to break it off. But you do feel that it, it it that it moves, you know, nice. like a almost a loose tooth kind of feel. So cool. She, I'm more concerned about the, like, <laughs> I'm more concerned about the green glow coming from the damn eyeballs and looking at us. We kind of just glossed over that part and went straight to <laughs> snatching ribs over here. I would yeah. much rather steal and run away than try to battle an undead dragon. I was just trying to cut straight to the chase. This is really hard. The um, the cavern shudders again, and the skeleton you almost shimmies, almost like it's starting to stretch. But the shudder of the cavern causes a stalactite to fall. Oh, and Dutch! <laughs> it's not falling anywhere near you guys. Okay. But when it does break away, you see that there's that the stone that it's made out of is this dense yellow glowing stone, the same as the, the sun crystals. It crashes to the ground and a, a pulse of energy rushes out from that spot. And Paul, I'm going to have you have you roll a D100. Okay. Did d- do the pieces keep glowing, or once it's separated and crashes, it seems like the energy left it, or whatever was making it glow is on? No, it's it still has that energy. Ninety three. Okay. I've killed it all. <laughs> yeah. The cave collapses, crushing all of you. Yep. I mean, basically, the mountain fell on us. The lowly mountain. There is no appreciable effect at this moment. Oh, wow. <laughs> we still can't use magic on this thing, right? Because so the dragon skeleton, <laughs> the dragon skeleton raises, raises its skull on this uh, long spine, shakes and pulls the pulls its skeletal wings and legs out of the sand. Now I'm going to have everybody make a DC 12 dexterity saving throw to not get pulled into the uh, collapsing sand as it love that I'd meet it exactly. That is a 20. So I'm okay. Good. I rolled so, a nine. Uh, I, I goodbye, Arya. So I rolled a 21. one. Bye-bye. Which is a seven, but I rolled a one. <laughs> mm-hmm. 17. Goodbye, Arya. Don't make no sand. Oh, I'm the dexterous world. one. Me. <laughs> hey, we know how that goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
as this uh as this pile of, or this pit of sand starts collapsing as the dragon skeleton pulls its pulls itself out uh you try to jump away but you fall and slide all the way down to the bottom between mm-hmm. its two front two front legs loving it and it turns its eyes down towards you and gets within about a foot of you the nose of this dragon and the teeth are right in front of you and it's just hovering there for a couple of moments uh my first instinct wouldn't be to run away actually it would just be to freeze and just stand there really still and try to make as clear of eye contact as i can without seeming threatening Okay. Sorry, I was just trying to break one of your ribs off, but we're having a moment. Look in my eyes. <laughs> now, now, blown, now we're it's full blown T Rex. Mm-hmm. You hear a voice through the entire cavern, almost as if the the stones are shaking and creating this uh, this gravelly voice. You little one, you smell of dragon. But not one that I know. And My I, dragons live far, far away. I would love to see them. They smell different. Now, why, why are you here? Well, you see, it's like this. I need one of your ribs. I was sent on a quest to retrieve one of your ribs. I was uh, not necessarily uh, paying attention or even made aware of the fact that you might be a living, uh, that I might, I, you know, I see now my folly and uh, I won't try to take one of your ribs unless, unless you don't need it. If, if, uh... There's a, there's a sound from all around. you you all literally everyone in the that's mobile you almost feel like diving for cover as it sounds like an avalanche of stones just falling down a mountain but after a moment you look around you see nothing is moving except the dragon's head lightly bouncing and you realize that this is the sound of this entity laughing right now chuckling Yeah, it does sound silly now that it comes out of my mouth. <clears throat> As it's about to speak, uh, it stops chuckling and is about to speak. Uh, you see it kind of shake again. And it picks up one of its paws. You almost slide over into that void of sand that's left. But mm-hmm. you stay in about the same spot. And it reaches up like a, like a dog and scratches at its skull and flings a little bit of that uh, that metallic slime off of it. And then it looks back down and says, So, little one, you, you need one of my ribs, but why? Well, I can't claim that it's any kind of personal quest or that it's personal in any in any way really i was asked by someone else to come and retrieve it so that there could be 
a weapon made out of it to ensure the safety of someone who has a great fear that dragons are going to just come and try to take them in the night. I'm not sure what their true fear is, but uh, they said they would feel safer if they had a weapon that could, in theory, smite a dragon. So here I am. That that sounds like wizard talk. Dragons. I don't, dragons I don't much get into here. the magic myself. I don't know. <laughs> Dragons here are trustworthy. Why the only the only ones that ever tried to kill us are the wizards. The only ones that kill me are the wizards. Mm. So do you think we've been led astray then? Do you think a weapon like this should not exist? I don't think it needs to exist. Dragons are in in all my experience, dragons are kind. We, we have looked, looked after all of the people of the Enchanted Forest. What would it be that wizards would have against you in general? Why wizards? What's the beef? Wizards drain our... They drain magic from everything around them. They drain the life energy from the plants and animals around them to cast their spells. We are beings of pure magic. If they drain our energy, we die. And we are also the largest source of magic that they could take from. Hmm. If a I dragon were to, be, were to die around a wizard, and have their entire the entirety of their magic absorbed, that wizard would probably be unstoppable. A dragonborn, you say? <laughs> um, Who's well, Rhoda? <laughs> where are my words? I need to learn my words. Uh, she would just kind of stand there and ponder for a moment and try to... Like she's waiting to see if any of the other party are going to engage at all, but then also wanting to know, like show, like literally trying to show that she is actually giving this thought that she's like trying to understand both perspectives and not just on a, you know, all or nothing mission type thing. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, if nothing else, as soon as Arya went sliding again, sliding yet again, like she did in the uh, sewer Marcus would have followed suit. He just would have been sliding a little bit slower because it wasn't a natural just landslide. He would have just been trying to get underneath as this dragon skull is just looking underneath itself. It's like, uh, 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 is everything is everything fine here? Uh. <laughs> I think so. Uh, I'm just discussing with our rather large friend here that um, we came for a rib. And he seems to think there's no need for a weapon against dragons unless you're a wizard, which I will admit, I think it might have been a wizard who asked. So now I'm like, did you I'm kerfuffled. Hey, did you mention the part about some of the dragons uh, siding with the wizards, though? Well, you were talking with a dragon the entire time. You weren't, you aren't here. <laughs> <laughs> so that is, in fact... Part of what we were told is that the dragons are now siding with wizards. Some of, some turning of, some of. right. Not not every dragon is the same. We were um, keep in mind we were we were sent 
buy two dragons to start this. True. Yeah. True. That's a part Tell of who. Knows. Do, 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 do. Yes. Zool? Kill a math? No. Kill a math? Yeah, kill a math. And of course, the Dragon King. Yes. As well. Yes. Who, who wears the crown now? Oh. It is Kazool, isn't it? Yeah, you got it. Kazool. Okay. Yeah. Kill a math or Kazool. They have set us forth on this path. Uh,. I guess I can understand you now as well. Um, I don't. I don't like that you're talking in my mind, but I'm not in a position. I'm completely naked right now, and <laughs> except for the except for my Timberland boots, uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so obviously, we're in a very vulnerable position. Oh, I'm. And... In a, I'm in a vulnerable position. I told you you should have let. Arthur, make you some pants, but you said no. It's fine. I'm comfortable. Okay. I'll make. I'll. I'll take the pants when we go back outside. As long as we're in this cave, I'm good. Uh, okay. But uh, wait. So was there a conversation this whole time? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you yeah. can hear them. Oh, I could yeah. hear it too. Okay. Yeah. So the the dragon skeleton says, uh, "says Kazool." I remember her. She was Fondly, very, very, I hope. Yes, yes. I honestly, I, I do hope that she took over after me. It uh, would seem to be the case. She, she wears the crown. She is the king. Excellent, excellent. So about that rib. Uh... We, who were, what dragons are siding with the wizards? Honestly, at the moment, I that's war. That's wrong. fully conjecture. That is As... conjecture. Mm-hmm. Warog. Warog. We we were yeah. yes. Warog was a name that was brought up as that somebody. That is who... correct. I take back the fact that conjecture was a thing that I said. Uh, Warog. Yes. Mm-hmm. They've they've decided to use a dragon specifically as a weapon, which does seem to be the way of things. You destroy it so that it can't destroy you, and then you realize how strong it is, and you use it to destroy others. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of smelling like dragons, do I smell like dragons? <laughs> no, like not not even a little bit. You what? Smell <laughs> like a horse farm. <laughs> You probably currently smell like sewage. Yes, I am um, a dragon prince. What? You smell like what? piss and shit. Mm-hmm. You did not wash yourself well. You did not get between the scales. <laughs> the <laughs> the skeleton regards you momentarily, Aulier. Oh, but then reaches a claw down. And rips off a rib bone and lays it in the sand between its feet. And it says, If it will help take down Warhog, I will be happy to give as much of my body as is needed. And then it moves its head over directly in front of you, Allier. 
and says, I am honest, I do not smell dragon on you. But there is something truly unique about the smell and the power that I sense in you. Do not be, do not let be discouraged that you don't smell like a dragon to me. That's a good thing. The wizards will not be able to affect you. They like, do us. Oh. So you can't have your power drained again. There's always that. Hey, since you're a dragon, you got any pants or... <laughs> Don't know if dragons so, have much need you, for pants. <laughs> you think this dragon's horde is a horde of pants? It's a dragon's horde. It's always random stuff, man. I've read the <sighs> books. I've read <laughs> the stories. Says my friend, I have no horde anymore. You have an Adidas tracksuit anywhere in this. <laughs> so, what you're saying, does piss and shit actually cover dragons? <laughs> no, I think you no, just don't I think you're a different like kind of dragon. <laughs> oh, I, okay, okay. You don't smell like the dragons around here. I just want to want to walk out of here looking like I'm a member of Run DMC. Just let me. <laughs> My patron is a dragon. <clears throat> Although, I don't know if a dead dragon would have need, but I believe don't the live dragons of this region normally have supplies for princesses and things that they kidnap? Did you know our Stand to reason. Did you know our princess? Our customs. I'm just saying the customs of this region involve dragons kidnapping princesses. You know, to do general work rag. and uh, so, make them so, more. So, guy, guy, in your head, do you think that I'm going to put on a princess's outfit? One, <laughs> one, and two, the princesses that they would kidnap would be able to fit what I'd be able to wear. I'm just I'm saying not, they're hey. raw materials. Hey, I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm not assuming anything. I'm sure, I'm sure there's some, there's some healthy princesses out there. Sure, like six Thick. five, six girls, six five, masculine. You know, y'all celebrating masculine. I'm thick. I'm thick with five C's. I doubt they're kidnapping princesses <laughs> that are thick with three with six C's. All right. Have you that every time you say that, you add on more C's to this. <laughs> Soon you're going to be thick like a pirate because you're going to be sailing seven seas. <laughs> Arya would like reach up to to Shadow to have him help pull her out of this little sand trap. Careful. And then he... <laughs> Just... <laughs> Whoa, hand placement. All right, I'm naked. That's... Uh-huh. <laughs> so the... Dragon starts to settle down after that. It nestles back into its uh, circle of circle of death and allows you to leave with its uh, with its rib bone. Well, thank you. It doesn't seem like thank you is quite what you're supposed to say when someone rips out a rib and gives it to you. But in this particular instance, we needed it a lot. So thank you and. You seem pretty keen to get rid of Warog. Do you know him? Do you know him well? Yes. He is the one that killed me. Oh, he's a piece piece Mm. of shit. That's the wrong accent. Oh, he's a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) How are you the piece of shit, mate? (laughs) First time we got to get down to 
Get on down to Runka Town. Get on down under. I've been talking in my normal speaking voice as this character for so long that I just slipped into something else for no reason. Just it was time. It was time. Okay. He's got to do it. But um, so okay. So he murdered you. But do you have any idea if he has any weaknesses? Anything that we could exploit? Other than just you know stabbing him with your rib which is honestly ironic enough and we'll let him know that it's yours because right there that that needs to happen gambling uh, he he continues to explain that warog helped the wizards gain a gain a large stockpile of dragon's bane which is poisoned dragons right and they snuck it into this is Tokaz. He was the king of dragons before Kazul. They snuck it into his tea. And he uh-huh. ingested so much of it before he realized it that it killed him instead of just uh, debil- debilitating him like it normally does. Uh, the side effect of that was that his his the remains of his body, his bones, are saturated with dragon's bane. Oh shit! That's what the silver stuff is. Uh, silver stuff was right, not so, dragon's bane. Silver right, so, stuff—that's uh, uh, that's something else going on. Oh, gross! Yeah, <laughs> he's got an infection, a fungal he's got infection. A, he's got an STI. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did not take enough antibiotics. He didn't get the shot in his lower back. Uh, <laughs> so, one other question then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I assume you have time. <laughs> bad joke um (laughs) yes do you that's an even better joke because no um do you why are you alive like why why are you able to talk to us is that part of what happened to you or do dragons just never truly die dragons here their personalities hang on forever this is Mm. this is a this place that we come to die it is a a place of remembrance but also a place of counsel in times of dire need the kings of now and the kings of the future can come here and talk to all of the kings of the past and do they have you had many visitors not usually each each individual dragon is very capable on their own but we are here if needed but all of you entombed here, you were all former kings. All kings and all all dragons come here mm. to die. Oh, not just okay. So this isn't just strictly royalty. A tomb of kings and dragons. Yes. Yeah, that explains why I've never got the feeling of someone just staring out at me. <laughs> but they're all looking at you. So are you the only king? No, I'm just the the most... I'm the most recent king. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, if uh, I don't make it out of this strange place, perhaps I'll come and visit you sometimes. Get some advice. Also, Also, is there another way out that doesn't lead through the tundra? Because as you can see, I'm not wearing clothing right now. <laughs> Personally, it's it's his choice, and I think you should let him freeze. Wow. Don't even don't even answer. Wow. 
You, the, you so the comfortable sound being of, naked. The sound of rumbling stones again. <laughs> you were my favorite, and now what have you become? Ah, that's kind of how it goes for me. I just kind of pop you in the back of the head very, very gently. <laughs> so we will we will stop with uh, with the party making their way out of the out of the cave, the the dragon graveyard cave, and getting as far <laughs> getting through the through the cold winds of this area as quickly as possible. And we'll pick up back at the uh, back at the home of Morwen. This has been Treasures Untold. Please check out our Twitter at TreasuresUntPod for links to our cast, announcements, and our reading list as it grows. Like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Thanks for listening.